<sighs> missed you, friend. Yeah, I missed you too, bud. Yeah. I tell you what, the Rambo movies have the most complicated naming structure in the history of, of movies, series. Like, it goes First, first Blood. Blood. First mm-hmm. Blood Part mm-hmm. 2. First Blood Part 2, Rambo, First Blood Part 2, and then just yeah, Rambo. Yeah, because they start calling it Rambo after First Blood Part 2, right? Right. So you get First Blood, First Blood 2, Rambo 3, and then several years pass, and then you get Rambo. Yeah. And then you get Rambo Last Blood. So it's like they, Rambo was only around for a limited time. They should they should have called it just John at the end. It just been John. <laughs> I heard Does that the John last, Rambo. like last Rambo, was like really racist. Oh, really? Yeah. Like to who? Um. Everyone. Was it Vietnamese people? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Because, like, okay, <laughs> if we're gonna talk about Rambo. The okay. first, the first Rambo movie is really genius and really good, and is not at all what the sequels were because it's actually like an emotional story about a guy who has horrible PTSD and the way that we treated soldiers coming back from Vietnam. And then ever like after that, it just becomes like an action flick. But the first one is not an action movie to me. It's a drama. I would like you to start a podcast where you and your co-host watch the first and last movie of a <laughs> just franchise. The first and last. That's it. Just okay. the first and last. And the the less you know about it, the better. Going oh. in, like that's yeah. That's funny. <laughs> it so, could be, and then you could like revisit some of them when to, you like when they come out with the inevitable sequel after the quote unquote right. last one. Saying, you know, you'd have to you'd have to like come up with rules for that too. Because okay, okay, let's say you watch the first one. Uh-huh. And then you watch the the last, is it last or latest? Because like A Nightmare on Elm Street, for example, the Ooh, last one okay. was a remake. Mm, mm, or the mm, latest a was a point. remake, but the last one in that franchise with the original Wes Craven was, was it New New Nightmare? Or would it be Freddy versus Jason? Ooh, do spinoffs oh. count? Ooh, that's it. Okay, so I think in, in situations like that, you'd have to like pull the listeners to see like which one they count as the last one of that yeah. franchise. Cause you know, and then really? it gets even more complicated with Halloween, you know, cause there's so many last this last that. And then it's like, Oh no, we're back. We're back the, again. The True. I have very strong opinions on Halloween, by the way, Halloween. Oh, I should know. Be, <laughs> <laughs> Halloween should be a one, two punch of one. How the original Halloween two Halloween H two O. Or uh-huh. it's a trilogy. One, two, H two O. That's it. End of list. The other ones don't exist to me. The remake, it's wild. reboot, whatever, whatever. <laughs> no, absolutely not. They if if they had been this for uh, been this insightful back then, they could have spun off season of the witch into its own franchise. You know. Yeah, I mean, they could have just kept the Halloween brand as different things every time, like Wes Craven wanted to. But yeah, they wanted Michael Myers back. And I get it because I don't think see. OK, I know people love Season of the Witch, whatever. It's got like a cult following now to mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. People are obsessed with that movie. I'm not going to like bash that movie, <clears throat> but I remember it creeping me out when I was little, by the way. It did have an effect when I was little. Um. But what I will say is that it wasn't a scary enough, like, I don't know. I don't think the story was scary enough to kind of launch this idea of we're doing something new every time now with a Halloween movie. And this is a franchise that is going to be like anthologies and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, again, that's that's a whole podcast discussion right there. Just because there's so many avenues to go down. We've had this discussion at length in at least two discords that we're part of, including our own. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) for sure. It's just it's a fun it's a fun thought experiment. The whole Halloween aspect of it all, because, you know, 
you got to love Jamie Lee Curtis. You got to love the effect she's had on that franchise. But then again, it's like, all right, we need to get away from the Jamie Lee of it all and just let it be its own thing. You know, we got the mask. We got Jamie Lee. We don't need them both every single time. It could be one or the yeah. other. It could be both of them. No, that's why the see to me, that's why H2O is the right ending. If you think it has to be Laurie Strode, like like mm-hmm. if Laurie has to be tied to Michael and their story is tied forever and you can't move past that, then H2O is the right ending for, you know, that franchise. We need a Topher Grace to make a supercut of Halloween like he did for Star Trek, Star Wars, rather. Yeah. I was shocked that he didn't actually end up getting like an editing job after that or like a directing job or something because everyone loved that. Like, yeah. It, and it really it was like he kind of got some fame again there for a little while because of that. Yeah. I mean, and that's cool. It just it, it came off to me like he was just bored. Like he really just wanted to <laughs> make yeah. it his way. It like so pandemic? many of us do. Or was it before the pandemic? Oh, it was well before the pandemic because oh, okay. it was it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, Topher Grace has this great cut of the movie, but we'll never see it because, you know, right now it's the, at that point. I think they were newly acquired by Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to Topher Grace. <laughs> the only good one from that 70s show, apparently. Man, they're dropping like flies when it comes when it comes to that, you know. I feel like Laura Prepon is like okay now because she's not in Scientology mm-hmm. anymore. So, and she just kind of minds her own business and yeah. cooks a lot, apparently. That's Man, like- we were we were straight up watching a Scientology show, weren't we? <laughs> like a good number. <laughs> yeah, <of that. laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, and it it's still such a comfort show for me, and I love it so much. Um, but I just have to kind of like. I mean, you're kind of put in that position of you either never watch it again or you ignore it. And that's uh-huh. that's a weird feeling, but whatever. Yeah, anyway. I get it. And, you know, they say never meet your heroes, but it's kind of hard not to meet your heroes when everybody's on social media all the time and they're being followed around by hundreds of cameras every day. You know, yeah, I miss when we knew less about people. Oh, shit, man. Like Cary Grant, like his his sexuality never came up. We didn't care about it. We just knew that this man was somebody we wanted to see in in, in the moving pictures, in the talkies, in the films. Cary Grant was gay. I I think so. See, that's just it. <laughs> there were rumors. They never actually gave any any clarity on that. Oh, I'm looking it up. Okay. Um, I I was just curious, honestly. It doesn't doesn't actually matter of course but yeah that's interesting (laughs) i've never heard that one about him Uh, all right well we're dancing around it we should probably get started yeah yeah hey everybody i i bet you didn't notice but uh we're back and um yeah we got to talk to you guys about stuff have a seat chill out Uh, settle down for a minute (laughs) <laughs> yep mom and dad are breaking up no we're cool no but, uh... that's not that's not what's happening here that's not the way things are going no 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 well i i do want to start by expressing just how much i appreciate everybody uh checking in on me and checking in on you and, and staying in touch and everything like that uh it's been a little while since we've been uh you know, doing this and it's nothing necessarily nefarious or evil or anything like that. It's that we didn't have some big blowout fight or anything like that. I mean, that would be interesting. You at know least. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> at least that would be something interesting. No, it was just a series of unfortunate fucking events. I got sick. Lex got sick. Mm-hmm. Other people in our lives got sick. Things kept on happening. Yeah. I don't know if anybody can hear it in my voice, but I'm not quite 100% yet either. I keep on uh, getting a little a little hitch in there. And I got a whole story to record this weekend. 3 was not great for us. Which it one wasn't great? 2023. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here we are. 
and we have come to a decision. Um, we have decided that we are going to start moving in the direction of wrapping things up with Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. Uh, because it's time. Yeah. Yeah. All good things come to an end. There you go. Truly. It's, um, it's been a very fun ride. It's been a great thing. And it's okay that, that it, that it ends too. As hard as that is, you know, for sure. And I highly doubt this is the last podcast we're going to be on together. Oh, no, definitely not. You know, we, we like talking about things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lex is my best friend. And I appreciate these hundreds of hours that we've spent talking together, um, both on and off the mic for your entertainment and for our own personal mental health and everything. Um, this is not an ending. This is just the beginning of many more things to come. So, of course, I'm going to say the uh, obligatory stay tuned and all that business. Mm-hmm. We're so close yeah. to episode 200, though. Do you think we got 200 in this total? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like, what episode is this? I can't, I can't This is 193. I used to say that at the beginning of these uh, type of situations. It's episode 193. <laughs> I can't, I couldn't even keep track because I know we did a lot of mini episodes in the beginning too. We did. We did. And without even we counting count those, them. we did 192 yeah. up until this one, you know, yeah. knock on wood, this one gets published. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be fine. Yeah. So um, I'm slowly losing my mind and not in that fun uncle type of way. No, uh, there's a lot of stress going on in my life right now, honestly. And um, it doesn't make for good podcasts. So we're going to go ahead and deal with some of that shit. And we're going to figure out what the next step is, because I do enjoy podcasting. I do enjoy talking to my friends on and off of a microphone, but I've got to get some screws tightened before I can get back on here and be of any use to anybody. I have to be dependable. I have to be consistent. And these are things that do not come easily when the rest of the world seems to be burning on all around me. So we're going to work on that and we're going to come back. But I promise you that I will let you guys know what that next step is, is, is basically. Yes. Yeah. The top priority is just taking care of yourself right now. Like that's it, that's man. True. That's nothing else matters if you're not doing okay. If you're if mm-hmm. we're if it's adding adding more stress to your life and not providing anything good. I mean, I know we enjoy it, but like if it's adding more stress than good to your life, you know? Yeah, yeah. I get you. Hundred percent. Because I don't want to give that impression either. I, I no, love no, these no. talks. I love no, talking no, no. to you. I, yeah. And I love I love publishing podcasts because, you know, it's 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 my hobby. It's what yeah. I've been doing for the past, like, what, 10, 15 years, maybe. So yeah. it's kind of odd not to do a podcast. <laughs> right. But I also don't want to live a life where every conversation I have with a friend is, oh, we should make this into a podcast. I don't want that to be my reality either. So we're going to step back for a little bit and we're going to, you know, just kind of work on the foundation. Yeah. We're going to touch grass a little bit, guys. (laughs) Once the grass thaws out. Yes, absolutely. 100%. (laughs) It's thawed here. It's thawed in Texas. I'm sure. (laughs) And I promise you all, this has absolutely zero to do with the fact that The Last of Us 2 Remastered is coming out this week. Absolutely nothing at all. Why would you bring that up? You know I don't because have a PS5. Because I'm excited. Yes, that's right. So I don't, it's... I don't have a PS5, Matthew. <laughs> you can still play The Last of Us Part 1 remastered. I think that's out on PS4, I think. Maybe. The newest remaster? No. No. It's PS4. Okay. Okay. I didn't play that one. You know, they've gone back to the well a few too many <laughs> times, in my opinion. Like... I am excited about this one, and I'll, I'll tell you why. The fact that you can actually upgrade to the newer version, 
of The Last of Us Part Two for only ten dollars, whether you have the Absolutely. digital version or the disc. Yeah, I can't pass that up. Yeah, it's a Absolutely. great little game. <laughs> and they've added so many more guitars into the game for some reason. Yeah, they were promoting that. I was like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Like, I don't think anybody. Well, I don't know. I, I don't want to yuck anybody's Maybe yum. Maybe someone was super into it. I, I didn't care about that part during the game. I was like, oh, like, okay. Yeah, it was it was a nice little slice of life moment. It was a means to an end, though. I'm like, all right, let's 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 go. I want to fucking kill some zombies. Let's go. I liked it within the story. I just didn't care about playing it in the story, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I didn't care about playing the guitar within the game. I just wanted to, like, I, like hearing them play it, understanding the importance of the guitar it's a very human thing and how that fits into the overall story of the last of us. Very cool, but I don't care about playing it. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I I feel like I played it just enough in that game. I don't need to go back and do any like side quests. I don't need to play fucking rock band with Ellie. That would be so funny if they came out with a last of us rock band guitar. With the moth on it. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. And then it's like, but it doesn't have like, it doesn't have the, um, all of the like keys on it because like she can't play everything. So it's mm-hmm. always going to sound a little fucked up. Every now and then you just hear that bling <laughs> when you hit a wrong note. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird uh, to me. Oh, watch out. They, <laughs> they heard we're wrapping shit up. They're like, oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they close. I know. Did I tell you that the cops were here on Christmas? At your someone, place? Why? Yeah. Someone stole a car and brought it into our garage. What? <laughs> Was it the Grinch? Did the Grinch fucking oh, we, uh, we were So we were hanging. We had some friends over and we were hanging outside and, um, the manager of the building was like walking past us toward the cops. And she just looked mm-hmm. up at me and she kind of shrugged. And I was like, what happened? She's like, someone stole a car and brought it. here." <laughs> so I was like, okay. And then we went back inside. <laughs> oh man. At least she didn't try to like shake you down for info. Like, did you do it? Do you know who did it? You know, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's overall like a very chill, quiet, you know, apartment complex, then ups our neighbors have been crazy lately. But like, Mm. um, beyond that, like, you know, it's pretty quiet. So when something happens, it's like, what? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) It's good to be aware of stuff like that in your neighborhood, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I was going to tell you, it's funny you brought up Rock Band, because it's so interesting to me where that is now in the grand scheme of things. Mm hmm. So Harmonix was the big, you know, developer behind Guitar Hero. And then they moved over to Rock Band because there was some big falling out between the publisher and them and they became a new group or whatever. Um, and they, they became bought Pentatonics. Um, <laughs> then they <yeah>. became Pentatonics. <laughs> <clears throat> but they, they basically, uh, they got bought out by the people that make Fortnite. Yeah, And so now Fortnite has released content, which is basically Guitar Hero within Fortnite. I just don't, under, you know, I don't understand why they don't really truly bring back Guitar Hero and Rock Band and all that. Like, yeah. because my brother went because they they I gave them my old Wii um, when we were going through the house, like getting rid of um some stuff when I was cleaning out my dad's house and I had left my Wii there and I was like well yeah. you guys can have it so Chris ended up buying Rock Band and like they all play <laughs> it as a family now well that's really cool like, yeah it, but it's like really expensive to buy it now because it was you know obviously years ago it was like everywhere and you didn't have to pay anything for them if you went to GameStop but now it's like everyone wants them yeah it's interesting just how things change like that like it's it's just all it's oversaturating the market one moment the next everybody wants to dig them out and start playing again but here's the funny thing rock band never went away it just became a dlc type platform game so 
they actually released the final batch of DLC songs two weeks ago. In Rock Band? In Rock Band. They released over 2,600 songs for like a dollar a piece that you could play on Rock Band over these past several years because they just released the one Rock Band game and that was it. It was just the platform. It became just a service for you to go in and just buy whatever songs you wanted. That's fascinating. It really is. And the only reason that they wrapped it up is because they're moving their resources over to the Fortnite environment so people can act like they're playing Rock Band in there. It's the same interface. It's the same everything. The scrolling notes coming down the screen. That's all in there. Fortnite has gotten to the point now where it has the best chance of becoming the real life Ready Player One. Oh, that's horrifying. It is. But if you think about it, all these different properties are in there. And it's not just like one company. It's not just all Warner Brothers. They have a little bit of everybody in there. (laughs) Should I... Should I advise that my nephew should not play Fortnite? Or is it still like safe? I don't think think you stand a chance. Once a kid gets interested in playing Fortnite, they will find a way to play Fortnite. Yeah. And it could be a lot worse. I know that, you know, you're shooting people and there's guns and stuff like that. It's but kinda, it's, very, it's cartoonish. It's very cartoonish. It's got kind of like a nerfy vibe to it, you yeah. know? Okay. And in a lot of ways, they're doing so much more than just shooting at each other in this game, too. They're building stuff like in yeah. Minecraft. They're dancing around, you know. Yeah, it's I know always he plays funny Minecraft to me. Too. He's he's mm. a good kid. I, I don't know why. I mean, I just worry in general about all that stuff, but you know. Oh, the I children. have some terrible parenting advice from someone that has zero children. Let them figure it out. You know, <laughs> I mean, really, like by the time you get to, <laughs> by the time a kid gets to an age where they're becoming interested in video games and stuff that's online, you just have to trust the fact that you raise them right by that point. Yeah. You know, just like, look, all the, all the morals and sense that I've instilled in you over these years Please put it to good use. I know you're not going to do what I say if I say don't play this game. Um, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so true. He's, yeah. I mean, and he's, he stays out of trouble and stuff. I was just thinking about that earlier that like been pretty fortunate that all of those kids seem to stay out of trouble. I hope the, uh, I hope that's the case if I ever have a child, but I probably would end up with a demon. I feel like that's just statistically how things are going to play out for me because I was not a good child. (laughs) Statistically, you never know, but you (laughs) got to do your best. You can only do your best. I was so disappointed recently because I found out one of my cousins that I grew up with, and there are so many. So even if the the off chance one of them is listening to this, they're not going to know who it is. Okay. One of my cousins who I grew up with, I found out he's anti-vax. And I'm like, you're smarter than that. Yeah. How did you get here? At the internet. You know? It's it's really that simple sometimes. Like you are so easily I think it's so easy to buy into conspiracies, especially as technology gets better, as you know. I don't know. I also think when you have a very chaotic world, people will cling to whatever answers they need to to give themselves a sense of control. Yeah. And <laughs> if you go, that vaccine's going to do something terrible to me, when hmm. we go, you know, we, we look at the science, we go, hey, the, really, that's that's a not a likely scenario. It, it doesn't matter because the whole point is I can control this part of my life. Nothing else. You know, you can't control what's going to happen with your job. You can't control, you know, if someone's going to die, you can't like, there's so many things in life that you can't control, but you're like, I don't have to take that medicine. I don't have to do that thing because it's my, I think that's why people get that way about guns and stuff too. Like, yeah. Or or, like property guns, all these things that we like taxes, even like all of these things that we get so bent out of shape about is because we're trying to hold on to, any sense of control that's why we hate traffic too mm-hmm. how pissed do you get in traffic 
Oh man, everyone's I was in sitting the same... in traffic for forty five minutes yesterday, just in one spot, and I'm yeah. like, "This is Chicago. But How is this happening?" Same... Everyone's in the same traffic. We're all mm-hmm. we're all there. We're all just sitting there, and you're you're racing home to to do what? To like scroll on your phone or like you know like like you're rather than like kind of accepting that yeah maybe there is traffic right now and whatever but like i can listen to a podcast i can listen to music i can kind of chill for a moment and decompress that's like that's a thing too it's like you can kind of reframe that but like if you're clinging so hard to the control of that situation of you know that feeling of like somehow you're being fucked over Mm-hmm. It's going to make it that much harder and it will not even bring a resolution to it. There's a, a poem that reminds me of my eyes are getting weary. My back is getting tight. I'm sitting here in traffic <laughs> on the Queensboro <laughs> bridge tonight, but I don't care. Cause okay. all I want to do is cash my check and drive right home to you. Oh my God. <laughs> God. <sighs> it's been so long since we recorded a podcast that, the entirety of that Kevin James shrugging meme happened and went away. Yeah. In that time. Did you guys miss my size? My just, <laughs> just going. <laughs> we should just make a super cut of that and release that as the final yeah. episode. Just like size. <laughs> Be the most listened to episode we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like y'all are some weirdos, but. Keep on tuning in. <laughs> okay. Perverts. <laughs> <laughs> Perverly. Um, Oh, I should mention that the next episode we do will be the annual Lexi Awards. Yeah. I forgot right. about that. I've been Man, so out this... of it, too. I had COVID. You did? Um, yeah, I had COVID. Um, I'm now like a week out of my quarantine. My quarantine officially ended like a week ago. So, hmm. anywho, I'm Okay. I'm just a little tired. I'm glad of that. I'm always a little you know? tired though. I feel like I feel like I never really from the the first time I got covid was worse. I will say that. Mm. I feel like there are parts that never really recovered from it. And that's over what a year and a half ago at this point. I agree. Like being a little more sluggish, um still having a bit of a cough. I gained weight after that. Now granted I had a lot of stress going on too so that might have been a factor but yeah just uh there's some stuff that is just still kind of there so it's like okay i guess this was just an amplified version of the stuff that's already there around it sucks yeah it it sucks because you know it's just at this point COVID has become so normalized in our society that we treat it like it's a, a cold or the flu or something like that but it's so it's so much worse. There's so many different strains and varieties yeah. of it. Um, and I, I, kind of did get, I did get a booster in September. So I was very fortunate to have a lighter case of it because of that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Whatever DNI had, we just, you know, passed it from one to the other. There was no quarantining enough to to keep us from both getting sick unfortunately i, I don't know how Kayla didn't get sick she i it, it amazed me man i'm glad of that i'm glad yeah, she didn't get it yeah for sure man oh man so you know what season it is it's award season i know it's also time for the royal rumble tournament oh, that's right no, 30 men no. 30 minutes one over the top rope after another until there's a clear winner. This year they have a woman's Royal Rumble too. 30 women, 30 minutes, one over the top rope over the other. You can't deny it. You enjoyed a wrestling film recently. So now you should be the biggest I did. wrestling That's fan what in the I was world. Gonna, I was getting ready to say the ironic part of me going, ugh, wrestling right now is that I <laughs> saw The Iron Claw and it's literally one of the best films I've seen in years and one of my favorite sports films of all time now and just up there as like i i cannot wait to watch that movie again it's devastating it's fucking heart-wrenching but it's also gorgeous and i we got lucky that we went to a like there was like no one in the theater basically kind of Mm. situation so we got to just relax 
and watch the movie. I, I literally can't wait till I can get my hands on the DVD. I just want to watch it again. I really want to see it too. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I've heard the story of the Von Erichs so many times right. over the years, just how tragic that is. It's a, it's amazing to me that there are still some of them who are alive still, you know, um, just to tell the tale. I mean, like, well, I don't know. Cause I want to, I want people to see the movie. I realize you can just Google it. It's a true story. A lot of people probably know it, but yeah. Yeah. It's they, um, it's they did an episode story. of a show called uh, dark side of the ring where they talk about I saw all that. the okay yeah 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 because so, i think you i think you recommended that to me mm -hmm. when i when i was messaging you i was like oh i'm kind of interested in this movie before i even like before the movie even came out and then you told me about that i think it's on hulu if i'm not mistaken you're right yeah the first four seasons of that show are on hulu yeah. and all of those episodes are pretty well done some better than others um the von eric story is really captivating it's tragic uh, there's also the plane ride from hell that will make you hate fucking Ric Flair uh, as a human being. <laughs> um, what did he do? He is basically a sex pest. And, you know, all these years he's been telling us he steals kisses and he does all this bullshit. And back then it was like, oh, he's just a man and he's endearing and hilarious. No, he was fucking sexually harassing women. All that That's time horrible. to the point where he got on this, this airplane. Uh, they, they did an overseas show, the WWF at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, he basically got naked except for his robe that he wore to the ring. Mm. And he was given a show to Flashing. all the flight, the, the, the flight attendants and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, okay. So they actually feature his character in the movie too, by the way. And apparently uh, a lot yeah. of people hate it. They don't like that. Yeah, I hear him. that the guy I, that, that played him in there didn't quite do him justice. But at this point, I he didn't I get the woo give a fuck about Rick right Flair. white. Like, I, like yeah. I, but I also, I literally, like, because I'm not a wrestling person, I literally don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and that's perfectly fair. And now, and now knowing he's like a piece of shit, I'm, I further do not care. So, you know. It was so good, though. I really, really recommend seeing it. Um, mm, okay. Seeing it in theaters if you can. If you can't, though, like, it's going to be um, – <coughs> it's an A24 film. So they just signed that deal. While we were away, they signed a deal where they're going to be streaming on HBO Max. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. So presumably that's going to be on HBO Max within the next couple of months. We don't have an exact timeline for that, but, yeah, mm. they signed that deal. I think okay, it was previously okay. streaming with Peacock. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I know their movies. When I do want to, when I do want to find a specific one, they're hard to track down. Yeah, you know? they really, or maybe they haven't really had a streaming service, and that's kind of been a problem too. I wish they would go the way, and I don't know if they have enough films to do this yet, but I wish they would go the way of Criterion and just get their own service that they curate themselves. You know, it's really hard to justify that nowadays That's true. um more people are canceling you know basic things like the one the the standards like netflix uh because mm -hmm. you just can't afford it it's too expensive you know i pay i pay uh 18 a month for hulu and it's hard to justify it one of the ways that i do justify it though is i let all you bitches wear, use it too i'm like <laughs> and for that I, we thank I, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and then you let me use your HBO. Like, you know, exactly. we kind of, we share. So it's like, you shouldn't, and that's what, that's what's so fucked about Netflix. But it's like, you shouldn't have to also pay for every single one of these streaming services. Like, that sucks. You know? HBO is the only one I pay for right now. And part of that reason is because I do share it with a couple folks. <laughs> but, you know, um, oh, wait, I forgot. I still have Disney Plus, but that's an annual thing. So yeah. once that runs out, I'm done with that too. Cause there's really not much to watch yeah. on there recently. Um, I, I yeah. do, I do, um, what's it called? Uh, Hulu. I do have Netflix. Um, and right now I have Paramount plus, but that's just because I got a trial. Oh yeah. And then mm -hmm. like I did a month because we were watching like drag race or something and then I was like, I'm canceling this. And they were like, do you want three months for a dollar? And I was like, sure. 
<laughs> I was like, that's fine. You can do that. First of I all, just, how dare you for charging me that other amount when you could be charging me a dollar? <laughs> now, I was a very brave little toaster. Hmm. And I canceled my Amazon Prime. And wow. I am about two weeks into canceling Amazon Prime. And I do not like it. And <laughs> I... I don't know how long I can hold out, guys. I mean, look, they're streaming, whatever. Like, other than Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which, by the way, give me a fucking DVD of that, or I will yeah. hunt you down, Jeff Bezos. I Goodness. will hunt you down like you were the most dangerous <laughs> game if you do not give me a D. I don't even need a Blu-ray. Give me a DVD. Give me a DVD of the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, please. I just need. <laughs> I just need the seasons. That's it. Um, the you, best I can do is the Marvels. You ball piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> best I can do is the uh, steel steel case of the Marvels. Now, no, I do I wonder. Return. <laughs> have they have they released it in other markets on? No, there's wow. boots. There are boots. I could technically get a boot. I and honestly, I've thought about it. I, and yeah. I and I do not buy boots. I mean, listen, I've been discussing more and more openly as this show continues uh, (laughs) the the ethical nature of Mm -hmm. pirating or whatever you want to call it. And I really feel like, yeah, if they're going to nickel and dime you like that, if you're paying for a service and they're locking you out of certain things, it just doesn't make sense. Oh, now here's the siren again. Right on time. Listen, if I want to watch Breaking Bad, I shouldn't have to pay $10 a month right. to watch Breaking Bad. All right. That's a little selfish. But I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, I've, I've changed my mindset when it comes to subscribing to, uh, you know, these streaming services and everything. Now what I end up doing is I kind of rotate. So obviously you can't do that with Amazon Prime because they make you lock into a year. Right. But what I'll do now is I'll just you know, keep a little list of things I want to watch. And then when a platform gets enough things that I want to watch, then I'll buy a month from them and I'll binge and then I'll move on to the next thing. So I'll go through Apple plus I'll go through Crunchyroll, I'll go through whatever else. That's really smart. We should honestly, I need to talk to Kayla about that. That's a good idea. Cause I feel like we could probably do that as well. Especially when it comes to anime and stuff like that, because yeah. they still try to do a weekly release and a lot of the um, the the dubbing for the English language uh, dub that they put out, mm-hmm. that gets delayed because of just, you know, issues in the world and everything like that and getting everybody in the same place or getting all the recordings in in time. They try to do a simultaneous release for the English dub and the subtitle, but it doesn't always work out. So sometimes those seasons take longer to finish. I'm just going to wait for the end of the season and then just binge it. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm getting so like, because Amazon's adding ads now and like, there's a whole, Oh God. Yeah. I, I'm just like, I'm getting very bunkery, like even more than in the past. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I just want my favorite things on Blu-ray or DVD. And Marvel's Mrs. Maisel is one of those. They they stuck the landing on the ending. It's it's fucking fantastic, and yeah. um, I need to own it forever. So I'm not saying I'm going to get a boot because that would be illegal, and that's not going to happen. Um, but I do miss that, right. and that, and honestly, you don't realize how nice it is to have Prime shipping. Until you don't have it. I ordered something. Yeah. I ordered something Sunday. It's not getting here till tomorrow. It hasn't even shipped yet. Like they're literally just letting it not ship. Yeah. Just to mess with you. Just to be like, yeah, oh, don't try you, to miss? Get you Just to try to get you to use Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm checking to see if it's shipped. Listen, it I hasn't all the way- shipped. It's supposed to be here tomorrow by Ooh. 10 p.m. And it still has not shipped. Yeah, good luck. That ain't happening. I don't know about that. I'm gonna be really but I mad. Go so far back. Yeah, I mean, you should be. I, I go. I go so far back with Prime that I had a membership where I could add other people onto it, mm-hmm. and they could get free free shipping as well because they were part of my quote unquote household. 
So yeah, that's what Kayla and I have uh, because I took uh, over my dad. So I paid for our Prime membership. Like I paid for my dad to have it too last year, but it's technically his account. So now I have switched everything over. Like as far as my, you know, it's my email now. It's my like, it's all mine now. But it still emails me. It's like, hey, Michael, and I'm like, mm, no, not right, quite. No. Mm-mm. no. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> you missed. You wrong. Yeah. Uh, all right. But yeah, so- I, I was able to do that with like Kayla's account, where it's basically I added her on so that she could have things shipped. We had to do that before Christmas because we didn't want. That's good. You know. Yeah, I did that with an, I did that with a friend of mine, and the only downside to that was they they didn't have access to like the the video streaming stuff. They could get free shipping all oh, day long. Oh, interesting. But the the video streaming they didn't have access to for some reason. Huh. Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce a new segment. Of course, this late in the game, we're about to stop doing the show, ladies and gentlemen. The Lottie Da segment where hmm. I talk about things that everybody doesn't have access to. But I'm so excited about it. I still have to share it with you anyway. Okay, so we were blessed with a MetaQuest Oculus 3 or whatever the fuck it's called for the holidays. Uh, <laughs> this thing is fucking rad, Lex. Look, I was not a believer in VR headsets for a oh, long time. no. Because You've these become, things... Speaking of Ready listen, Player One... Exactly, exactly. But the thing that annoyed me the most about the VR headsets, uh, because we we had one previously that we got like for for cheap um, for the PlayStation 4, I think. And it had so many wires that you had to run to it that you felt like you were strapped in and you couldn't go anywhere. But the MetaQuest 3, there's no wires, none. And it's so fucking red. Anyway, <laughs> the reason I bring it up right now in, in the context of this conversation is because the uh, the Prime Video um, service, they have an app on there and it's immersive. So when you log into it, you go to this little Amazon town that's made of Amazon shipping boxes that have been crafted into different things like buildings and cars and such, right? And the menu pops up in front of you, all the stuff that you could want to watch. And then you can navigate it with your hand or you can use the remote or whatever. Um, and it's like, you're basically just, you know, not Johnny mnemonic. What's that movie with Tom Cruise? Minority, uh, minority report. report. Yeah. yeah. You're minority reporting yeah. all over the place and you're going and you're finding the thing you want to watch. And then you click on the thing you want to watch and you, you're basically just like jabbing it with your fingers. So <laughs> make sure nobody's around. And so you jab it with your finger and it, it teleports you into this movie theater that you were standing next to and you are seated in the middle of the theater and you can look to your left and look to your right and nobody's around and the lights are up and you know, the little like interface is on, let you pick like if you want captions or audio or whatever. But then once you click out of those options and it just goes to the movie, the theater lights go down and the movie begins. And it's like, you're actually there. It's so I mean, That cool. makes me think that I'd get vertigo. Every, like I tried a VR headset once and it made me feel like I was falling or whatever. And it freaked me out and I hated mm-hmm. it so much. Mm-hmm. And that sounds scary, but pop off, I guess. Enjoy. <laughs> no, you're right. Not for I me. I got vertigo. For you, not for me. And not for you. <laughs> it's not for everybody. And it's not even really 100% for me. When I started um, using the, the, the headset that we got for the PS4, we tried playing Skyrim in VR. Uh, but you whip around so much in there, I got dizzy very quickly. Like I could only play for like 20, 25 minutes at a mm-hmm. time. And I'm like, okay, this is making me kind of queasy. I got to put it down. Right. Uh, but this one, the MetaQuest 3, I don't know what it is. Like they've, first of all, they've improved the technology to the point where they have these, what they call pancake lenses that, you know, they, they contour more to your face in order to give you a, a more natural vantage point or whatever. Um, I'm not saying run out and buy one, obviously. I'm just saying that if you do want to dip a toe back in there again, the technology has improved and I get a lot less queasy on this one. That's good. I'm yeah, I, I, I feel like if it didn't bother you, it'd probably be okay for me, but I'm still like, eh, I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah. Worth it. I feel you. 
I mean, and all I was watching in the theater was like, first of all, I watched Top Gun Maverick. I watched like maybe five minutes of that. And Good the uh, the the headphones are built into the device. So mm-hmm. it felt like I was surrounded by fucking jets and everything. It's got the whole surround sound spiel with it and everything. Um, I watched Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. And it was like really weird because it was such a, a standard definition show on this huge screen. So you're seeing all the grain and everything on there. <laughs> Ugh, very weird. Very weird experience, but very cool. I liked it. Yeah. Um, my nephew got, I don't know, I don't know which one he got, but he got some sort of VR for Christmas. Uh, and my brother was playing, <laughs> my brother was playing it. My sister-in-law sent me a video of it. And he was like on his knees on the ground, like fighting something. <laughs> and at, like at the end of the video, she was like, "Why aren't you standing?" <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> he was like freaking yeah. out. He was like, "Oh, this thing's coming from me!" And like, and she was just like laughing. And then she's like, "What is going on?" <laughs> There's one game I will never play on that thing, which is Assassin's Creed, because I I can guarantee that's going to give me vertigo. Jumping off rooftops and stabbing people, you know? Yeah. Not not for me. No, seat. no, thank you. That would be fun. <laughs> it sounds fun, yeah, but no, I'm good. I've, I'm all I've right. I've always wondered if those games would actually help with, like, not necessarily that, but, like, you know how, like, the Wii, or the Wii, um, Wii Fit, obviously, was a thing, but the, the Switch has that, like, workout kit that you can buy for, like, 80 bucks. Oh, yeah. The little the ring wondered- fit. Yeah, I've always wondered if those actually work, like help motivate. My coworker, her daughter, um, mm-hmm. she was getting ready for her wedding. This is, mm-hmm. I mean, you'll know when I tell you what device she used. It's going back a couple decades at this point, but she was getting ready for her wedding mm-hmm. and she was lacking motivation going to the gym and everything. But she ended up getting Wii Fit, the balance board. Oh, I remember she straight up it worked so well for her that she dropped a lot of a lot of weight that she wanted to drop and she kept it off nice yeah yeah and it was just because of the motivation that the 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 game gave you for the for consistency for checking in every day and Mm -hmm. and you know doing that whole thing and i do kind of like try to gamify movement i'm trying to be better right now i'm trying to be a little healthier um, it's hard because I'm recovering from the sickness, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm I'm try- like I have like so I have like a little Fitbit and I'm trying to set the goal of walking three miles a day. Now, oh, wow. okay. that might sound like a lot, but that's like a little over six thousand steps. It's actually hmm. not that much when you when you like actually look at it. So, um, so like I've been, you know, this week I started doing that again to just try to like kind of get my body moving a little bit. And yeah, you know, I haven't really hit, I, I've hit like, I've hit the 6,000 steps, but not quite the three miles kind of thing. I've always been just a little bit shy, but I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm doing something like I'm just trying to, but yeah, like the gamifying it of like, you want to close the ring or you want to like hit the, you know, I want to have my, like my, uh, the watch thing that I wear buzz like yeah I get that for sure you want to win you know I mean it's very effective and it's not necessarily a new uh it's not a new technology either because for years like even going back to like the 70s and 80s you would see those stationary bikes that had the VHS you could pop Mm -hmm. into a screen and it would show you like going down a path now you have people yelling at you about um movies that you made that they didn't understand while you're riding yeah. your peloton yeah so <laughs> i all right all right so where do you weigh in on that so for context for people that may not know about the situation right so uh christopher nolan apparently is a peloton user and oh, as yeah. he was in a class uh the trainer decided to talk about wasting time because they give a little motivational mini speeches during the routine or whatever she talked about wasting time and then she talked about how she saw uh tenant and yeah. that was two hours of her life that she'd never get back and you know she needed a, a manual to understand everything like she didn't she didn't let up she was going on for like a good mm-hmm. solid minute about this man's film as he's sitting there trying to like ride his bike 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's part of making things. Like, there's going to be criticism and jokes and stuff like that. And it's like, eh, you know, it doesn't take away from the thing. I haven't seen Tenet, but it doesn't take away from the thing that he made. I could yeah. see it being awkward. Um, For sure. If she now, because like that, whoever that instructor was probably has heard that story because it went, you know, it went around on the Internet. Like what? That was like last week or something like that. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I could see her being super embarrassed by that. I would be mortified <laughs> that I yeah. made a book like that, not knowing that he was in the class. Oh, did um, she not know? I thought she knew. And that's why I thought the whole thing was like to take didn't it down. Because how okay. they can't, they don't know who's on. The instructors don't know who's in their, their class, do they? On Peloton? Yeah. They do. Oh, well, then that was her being an asshole then. I didn't know that. Because one of the one of the um, reasons why Peloton appeals to certain people is because uh, the instructor will mention you by name because they see you and your stats and everything and say, all right, you know, you're almost there, Brian. Go ahead and get up that last hill junction thing. Oh, okay. But she could, there could be like a Chris in her, in her like, roster or whatever that doesn't mean she knows who he is like it, it doesn't mean it shows his full name i don't know man she knew okay <laughs> well then then that's that's weird that's messed up <laughs> if she knew it's messed up if she didn't know then it's a weird coincidence yeah you're right that's too weird of a coincidence that's yeah she had to have known which is weird that's <laughs> fucked up yeah. So, you know, shout out to both of them. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I guess. The Emmys, did you did you watch the Emmys? No, I didn't. Um, I haven't really been watching. I want to watch the Oscars, but mm. I haven't really been super invested in the other award shows this year. Okay. That's fair. I, you know, the, the Emmys kind of snug up on me. It's because <laughs> they're, they were supposed to be earlier in the year. Uh, or was that the Golden Globes? The strike messed up the whole schedule. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know one one influences the other. So if the Golden Globes got delayed, then definitely the Emmys would have been delayed, too. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. But there were a few people that won that, you know, I was very happy for Kieran Culkin. I mean, it's funny how people, you know, the whole Nepo baby thing has has come up in conversation uh, over the past several months and, and how, you know, it's a leg up for a lot of people. I would say the opposite of a Nepo baby is being the sibling of a much more famous yeah. actor or actress. Yeah. You're at a disadvantage, I think. Absolutely. Sure. You know, and, and I'm not talking about like a, a family lineage, like the scars guards. I'm talking about your sibling blows up so much. <laughs> and then you have to step in afterwards. I think, the 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 closest comparison to like a Kieran Culkin would probably be like an Elizabeth Olsen because her sisters, you know, obviously megastars in their own right. Yeah. And then she had to come do her thing. And now she's just as famous. It's incredible. She had she had the advantage, I think, of her sisters have been like long retired as she is. That's true. Fame, though. So they're mm -hmm. incredibly successful in the fashion industry. And in, but like. They're not, they're not acting. They haven't acted since they were what, like seventeen or so, maybe early twenties might have been some of their last stuff. And I think one of them, <laughs> I want to say Ashley retired before Mary, uh, Mary Kate. Like there was hmm. maybe a few years there where one was acting, one wasn't. But like they, they were working in that industry their whole lives. I think they were just done. They just want yeah. to smoke cigarettes and make clothes. I'm like, I respect that. <laughs> you know, I get it. Yeah, totally. But yeah, Kieran. That's what I'm going to do after the show, by the way. That's that when we end Lex and Matt. Um, that's my <laughs> that's my plan. I'm not being as coy about uh future projects as Matt. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna chain smoke cigarettes and make clothes. They will not be. We working. know. We know how obsessed you've been over the years with the Ben Affleck meme and just that whole yeah, vibe. I'm fully embracing it. I'm going to get the giant tattoo on my back. I'm going to look out into the ocean. I'm going to feel like I'm dead inside for the rest of my life. 
You gonna ask Kayla to start referring to herself as Kayla from the block? <laughs> Just chain smoking, holding a Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> Dead eyes. <laughs> I just it's reached feel like... the point where people like I cannot count how many times people send me Ben Affleck stuff now. Oh yeah, it, it truly has become a brand for me, and I love that. <laughs> I love it. It's I, they. I'm like they. I love being seen and known. You know, because that's my soul. It's your brand. Yeah. So Kieran, Kieran's married to Jazz Charlton. I don't know who that is. But his brother, his brother is married as well to um, Brenda Song. Yes. Yes. Which is always so surprising to me. I don't know why. The movie that they met on, the movie that they met on was the last movie that Macaulay did. And he was already in retirement, but he came out of it because Seth Green made it. And Hmm. he wanted to like, he was like, oh, okay, I'll do it for him kind of thing. And then he ended up meeting his wife on that set. Um, and it's a good movie. It's called Changeland. Hmm. I really enjoyed it. Okay. He, um, I didn't even realize because I, I stopped watching American Horror Story so long ago. I didn't realize that he, uh, he was on a season of that. Oh yeah. I heard about that. And I, I tried watching the first season. I never got into it. I know people that love that show, love it. Or it's also one of those like hit or miss like some seasons are great and some seasons are trash. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? This this kind of brings me to something else. And I kind of wanted to talk on it a little bit, which is the whole star on the Walk of Fame, the Hollywood Walk of Fame thing. Yeah. You know, it's come to light, not even come to light recently, but usually when you hear about a celebrity getting a star, the next thing that you hear mentioned is, well, you know, it's not really based on merit. They just kind of pay for it and they appeal to a certain board and then the board approves it, you know, then they get their star. And I still think it's kind of endearing. I still think that in a way it's, it's these stars celebrating themselves. They're celebrating their careers and they're inviting their friends and their fans to come and celebrate with them at this event. Yeah. It's also like, you don't know how many of them have, you know, their publicists are going, we're going to push for this. And they're doing all of that, like trying to advocate for them to get on there so they can like Mm -hmm. promote a movie or something like, you know, or whatever. And like, that's just part of it, but it's still like an honor. You Also, you can't just be anyone getting on the Walk of Fame. You still have to be a star. Like you still have yeah. to be a, a contributor to the entertainment industry. So, you know, just because they have to pay for it doesn't mean it's not a cool thing. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, it's just one of those things. And it's, it's almost like taking control of a paparazzi moment because you're going to get followed around anyway. Yeah. It might as well be on your terms. Yeah. You might as well dress up, look the way you want to look in these photos and have people standing next to you that actually care about you. Ideally, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All that to say, I'm going to petition to get my star in the near future. So you should. I appreciate your support. Would you put Matt or Matthew? Oh, definitely Matt. Matthew's too long. I imagine you have to pay by the letter too. So you know, me being the cheapskate I am. What kind of what kind of fucking scam do you think they're running where they would charge you by the letter? <laughs> You're just buying the fucking star, Matt. Yay! You I'm know, not paying by as, the letter. As someone. As some, as two people who have purchased, well, no, as as someone who's purchased a headstone, I don't put anything past. <laughs> Do they charge you by the letter for headstones? They did, homie. They nickel and dime you for that shit. Well, okay. Right. My grandparent, my my dad t- did. Okay, my dad did not want to have. They're not. They're not fucking listening to this. So who cares? My dad did not want to have a funeral. He did not want to have a head, like a headstone. He did not want that stuff. He wanted to be cremated. Yeah. He didn't care. 
He didn't want any of that. He didn't want to take up space. That wasn't his thing. I allowed my grandparents. I have some of my dad's ashes. I allowed my grandparents to take the lion's share. I don't know how else to say that of his mm. ashes. He actually was buried with the, um, my cats, Charlie and Sammy's ashes as well. Like mm-hmm. he, and then like they did that. They, they got my approval for the headstone and stuff, but I was like, I don't, I don't care. Like I, like in not, in not in like a shutdown way or whatever, like maybe in a shutdown way. I don't know. But like, I just was like, I don't fucking care. Like I, I'm not, I'm not going to like go visit his grave all the time and shit. Like it's, it's not, it's not a thing that's important to me. It's, it's important to them. Uh, So I didn't pay for that. Like I, I didn't, um, I didn't buy a headstone or anything like that. Like there was some, there was a, my grandparents had taken out a life insurance policy, a very small Mm. one on him. Um, that thankfully like helped pay for his funeral expenses and they had worked in the funeral business for years. My grandfather was a mortician, um, and they owned a funeral home that they inherited from my great grandparents. So, or not inherited, took over from my great grandparents. That was like the family business. They sold it in the nineties. Um, but that was like a thing. So because, (laughs) because they had worked in that industry like my grandfather like they that like these people came out of like the woodworks kind of thing and like knew him and were like doing things for him because of that like they like my grandparents didn't pay for my father's urn because the people at the funeral home found out that they had worked in the business Oh, that's really and nice. And they said, we want to do this for you. So they, like, took care of that. And, I, right. like, just incredibly kind people. Like, there's there's ways that people show up that you don't realize. Like, mm-hmm. you, like it's beyond – you cannot fathom how people – and you cannot fathom how people will be fucking weird. And, you know, that's a whole other separate conversation. But there's also – there are more good people that show up and are incredibly kind than bad yeah you know and you're right you never know how people will show up for you in those moments yeah and you'll you'll be surprised i mean that's i I speak from experience i know you've experienced this too like you just said it's you'll be surprised the people that will show up for you um it's so weird i'm i'm a couple months away from a year mm mm-hmm since my father died and it it still feels so fresh it's odd you know it's and i know that you know that because i've talked to you about it like i you know i just went through the first holidays and i was like i started right before thanksgiving started having massive panic attacks and started having a lot of problems like Mm. my anxiety and I was like, do you start to get this before the holiday? Is this like a thing? Because I remember you talking about the holidays and stuff in the past. And you were like, yep. You were like, yep, that's just the thing. That's that's part of it. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, and I Every time. Great, I still had a great, like, I had great holidays. You know, I got to, um, you know, go on a road trip uh, for Kayla's birthday. And we got to go to the beach for Christmas. And, you know, we we had a great time. But it was just, it was, it's, there's also that weird you know, panic that set in right before the holidays in particular. I got to say, I got to say, I'm so thankful for my wife because she, she notices that like she notices that before I notice that. Yeah. I get to a point where I'm almost at hyperventilating Mm -hmm. before going to visit my family for the holidays. And I do a lot of things around the holiday that, yeah, I mean, you know, we not even trying to pat myself on the back or anything, but we we get a little nuts with the charitable stuff around Christmas. Yeah. And I realize that a big part of that is not selfless. It's that I'm trying to distract myself from yeah. thinking about how hard the holidays are. And yeah, that makes sense. It's that moment before I walk into my family's, you know, gathering that I'm just like, all right. I can just leave right now. <laughs> and Dee's got her hand on my back, just kind of like, you know, boosted me a little bit and let me know it's going to be all right. And that, that, 
makes all the difference in the world in that yeah. moment. Yeah, for sure. It's rough. It's just weird. It's yeah. it's just it's just so weird. And yeah, there's that there's that quote from like Six Feet Under where it's like it doesn't it doesn't get easier, it just becomes more familiar. Mm. And like yeah. that's what I always think of. I'm like, yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't get easier. It's just you just kind of go, yeah, that's there. That's there. Like I've had anxiety for such a long part of my life that I'm just like, yeah, okay. All right. It sucks every time, but you just you, you're like, okay, that's just part of it. That's just part of like existence. And it's weird now that like that's extending into another avenue. Mhm. You know, where you're like, "Oh, okay." I know what you mean. Yeah. But as I told Walmart. you before, there's no wrong way to do it. There's no wrong way to mourn. You do it on your own time. You do what makes you feel better, what makes you feel right in that moment. Yeah. That's what matters. I still enjoy my life. I still do things that I love. I still, I wake up every morning. I work. I do, you know, like I am, like I said, I'm trying to do things like be healthier and make better choices as far as that's concerned. Sometimes I'm good at that. Sometimes I'm not. Mm. Um, But it's, you know, it's like, okay. It's just all part of it. That's all part of it. Yeah. Right on. But anyway, so yeah, it's been a weird year, as in last yep. year. Yep. And we're starting all over. <laughs> and it's starting weird too. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Welcome. And also, <laughs> we're wrapping it up. So that's a weird part too. That is. We've been doing this since 2019. Man. Yeah. (laughs) It's been fun, though. I've enjoyed it. It has. Yeah. It's been very We're not going to get too navel-gazing and retrospective right now. We'll probably do that near the end. Clip show. But for now. (laughs) Just start playing clips. Like, remember that that time? And it's like, oh, god damn it. The writers are phoning it in this week. Start it off. Every good show has a clip show at least once. Yeah. <laughs> was it Community that did a fake clip show? I thought that was so Was funny. it Community? I think it was. I could be misremembering, yeah. but like doing, I, I just think that's so funny to do a fake. They're like, I remember that time we got into all the pies or and the cuts of that. And it's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> like what was even the, how did, how did they get there? How did they get there? Yeah. It's so funny. Anyway, it's good to be back. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys for coming back and listening. Yep. Thank you guys. We appreciate you. Right on. Right on. All right. As always, I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other.